here. It's close to midnight and something evil's lurking in the dark. Under the moonlight, you see a sight that almost stops your heart. Stay away from the saturated fats, everybody. It's me, your host, Andrew Wolfman. And I'm Timpsy. And this is our creepy, kooky, spectacularly spooky Halloween special of Wolfmania the Podcast, Season 2, Sickbed Cinema. Hello, Halloween! Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit noisy out, isn't it? Hey, I said, uh, weather's not great. No, no. <laughs> a hell of a journey getting here. Are you picking that up, picking that up listeners? So, something's going on out there, I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope you got that too, listeners. <laughs> Pretty terrified by 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 that loud that live sound effect. Yes, that, that tells us just one one thing. Uh, can't have escaped your notice uh, that uh, they're they're plastic pumpkins, plastic pumpkins in Tesco's at the moment. You probably noticed those crazy cobwebs that have started sprouting up on your colleague's desk. And uh, I'm sure you've noticed the mile-long queues outside the fancy dress shop as people jostle to get their hands on an outfit for the office party. If my uh, trip to uh, Escapade, the fancy dress shop in uh, in Camden this week, is anything Please, to Please, you added fancy dress to the end of yes. that uh, sentence. <laughs> if, oh God, if that was anything to go by. Um, I think this year, mostly, people are going to be dressing in uh, off-brand, off-colour, and occasionally tops off altogether versions of beloved fictional uh, uh, properties. Fictional properties, let's say. There's, uh, I saw a, a sexy ninja tortoise. Okay. Yeah, I saw uh, sexy ghost catchers. Who are you going to call? Um, sexy rolling robot, which is really weird. Rolling robot. Yeah. Uh, booby eight. Okay. And um, the, the most unsettling ones I saw Tim, were um, the uh, the sexy factory worker range. There's uh, two different ones of those, and uh, one of them is it's like one of them's it's like a minion. <laughs> okay. It's like a tops off minion, and the other one is a bottoms off on Palumpa. Yeah. Sexiest time of the year. Sexiest Halloween. time of the year. They've just moved uh, the Winnie the Pooh ones from the family friendly range just straight into the sexy one because he just wears a t shirt, nothing he down does, below anyway. A bit like us when we record, listeners. Exactly. It's every, every day is like Halloween here at uh, Wolf Mania, the podcast. For all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, why is all this happening? Why is there the thunder? Why is there the lightning? It is because it's Halloween. Goth Christmas, Tim. Goth Christmas. Which now appears to run from pretty much just after Glastonbury all the way up to two weeks before Christmas, as far as I can tell. 
wouldn't normally uh, wouldn't normally get too carried away with all of this, uh, but uh, you can't hide under the coats at the party all night long. So Wolfmane is joining in with the ghoulish fun, with hopefully fake blood running down our cheeks. We'll be watching the scariest movie ever made. So scary, I had to watch it in two sittings to make sure I could watch it entirely during daylight hours. In the light. In the light. Whilst doing other things. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the film Poltergeist. Uh, and uh, there's a pumpkin on the table over there that's uh, just crying out for a carving. And uh, Big Paws, the podcast cat, has just turned to face the wall like it's the end of the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> if you'd like to join in with us, you can, of course, do that, listeners, at www.wolfmania.org. Or now www.sickbedcinema.com Really? Yeah, that's right. We've also got a Facebook page. This is very true. This is new development and uh, we'd love you to join us there. We would, because it really is just both of us there at the moment. It is. It's, uh, it's a little lonely, so, so pile on <laughs> in. A, come on round. I think it's at Wolfmania Podcast. And uh, you can uh, react with a little shocked face to our uh, to our Halloween costumes. Oh, you certainly, you certainly will. Um... You can double check those on uh, on Instagram. Really, we're we're on the we're Insta? on Instagram. We're, on we're, on, Insta. we're up on Insta. Wow. At, at Wolfmania Podcast. I'm going to say that's what that is. No underscores, no dashes. Don't think so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to double check. But if I if I do double check and I press on the computer, it does this. Wow, that's. Uh... It's <laughs> pretty scary isn't how it? much did you pay somebody to create this for you <laughs> what this uh, this thing here <laughs> yeah this this app i'm calling it an app listeners it is an app yeah <laughs> i might not have quite finished watching the film but <laughs> i can do it in five different monsters really yeah. is, it, is it a random monster every time I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't okay. really tested. Let's go. Let's go. Honestly, this is real high wire stuff here, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> oh, I like the bat. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, That's a scary a, bat. That's a, that's a terrifying skull there. Yeah, yeah, there's a skull, there's a bat, there's also some sort of... Uh... A notification from eBay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it really is a Halloween party. It's time to dispatch, presumably. Oh. Terrifying bat here, happy Halloween. Yeah. Uh, That'll ter- be there. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike the terrified bat. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, join in with us. Email us, listeners. Uh, send us an email. At Wolfmania Pod... Oh, no, it's not, is it? That's not how emails work. How do they work? Wolfmaniapodcast at gmail.com. We got an email, of course, this week. Did we? We did. We got one. It said, uh, Dear Andrew and Tim. Oh, yeah. It's nice to have you back. That's a, that's a very, very polite start. Yeah. Uh, the next line is, uh, I really like the endurancy nature of the new show. How, how are we spelling endurancy? E-N-D-U-R-A-N-C-E hyphen y hyphen y yeah, that's acceptable isn't it <laughs> well it's the only email we've got <laughs> so it's going to have to be accepted you can't be critical <laughs> no thanks for writing mum it was uh, very nice of you well, anyway all of that spooky Halloween fun is coming up on uh, coming up on the show a little bit later but first and uh, 
Speaking of living in a perpetual dream state, a nightmare from which we can't wake up, we should probably bring you up to speed with uh, what we've been up to for the uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, we probably should. What have you been up to for the past couple of weeks? I'm pretty sure that usually I ask you, Tim, but, you know, given that I have spent the entire of the last 92 hours with you, um, I know what you've been up to. It's the same as me. We have been political, listeners. We yep. have been standing up for our rights. This is very true in the blazing hot sunshine for about six hours. Yeah. I didn't go out for as long as that. I did. I didn't have anything to eat. <laughs> did you not? Yeah, we've... Uh, we're, listeners, what, what I don't want to do uh, is make Wolfmania a, a political podcast. Uh, you can get that better everywhere else, I, su- I suspect. Uh, but... Uh, you know, it, it it feels like we should be able to, to look back on our deathbeds and say, you know, I, I tried to do the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and although, having recently been on a deathbed, you don't think that sort of thing at all. What do you think? You think, please don't die, please don't die, please don't die, please don't die. Please give me drugs, please give me drugs or sandwiches. Then you think about girls a bit. Yeah. Always thought that might be the case. That's pretty much what happens. Um, but uh, we've been out marching with, uh, I believe, 670,000. Hard to get an accurate figure, but there was uh, a lot of people. Certainly a lot of people at the uh, the, the, the People's people's Vote March yes. uh, here in London. It sort of goes past the front of the Internet Space Station. Uh, so... You know, we haven't gone to that much trouble to do it, but um, it uh, definitely seems the right thing to do. Even though I'm not a hundred percent sure I'd really like another Brexit vote, um, I'd rather that our, you know, elected leaders, uh, our very well-paid elected leaders, just had a bit of a think about it, because you know they should probably know more about it than us, the general public, That's and maybe just realise this is a bad job and sack it off. Wouldn't that be lovely? But. That's not looking entirely likely, so uh, you know we, we, I thought, thought we should go out and be be counted, and uh, and and that's what we uh, that's what we did. Absolutely. Who is the best person you saw? Well, of course, I did it in a very uh, a very wolfmania way. You were out there from I don't know what nine in the morning, following orders. Yeah, with the. Uh, the uh, the People's Front of St Albans, <laughs> the popular front, the, po- the St Albans popular <laughs> front. You're down down the front, ready to sort of shout and march and and give people what for. Have some carrot sticks and hummus. I was sort of hanging down Didn't the back. Bring any? Should have done. Should have done. And uh, you, you were actually properly properly marching, I t- shuffling. Yeah, I I took a bike. Oh. Started at the back on a bike. What was your time? Um, it, was a, it was a pretty good PB, to be honest. <laughs> um, I don't know about the time, but I can certainly tell you what the cost was, because it was one of those uh, Santander cycles. So whilst I was protesting, I was definitely giving about £17 to a multinational bank at the same time. That's how we like to do it. That's exactly how I roll. Uh, I literally did have to roll for most of the way. Um, but I yeah, started off at the back, we okay. having a little march, you know, uh, waving at a banner. I wanted to make sure that we got counted. Uh, really wanted to get a sticker. Got a sticker. Oh, good. there was plenty of stickers. Did you complete your book? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I was missing uh, number 462 bollocks to Brexit for a while. Yeah, the foily one. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Vince Cable foily. <laughs> you, did, you get, did you get a Vince Cable foily? <laughs> you know I did better than that. Did you? I got an actual Vince Cable. Wow. Yeah. The uh, anti-hero from the new Deadpool film. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. It's, uh... So I started at the back on the bike, overtook everybody going down the side. And because everybody there is so lovely, because, you know, they're not fascists. Um, they, oh, excuse me, ring the bell a bit. Everybody's really happy for you to get squeezed down the side. Leading to me getting to the end of the march before anybody else. <laughs> Some disadvantages to that in terms of sort of camaraderie, but uh, you, you clearly got to see a bit more of the uh, the action than those of us who uh, were, at the, were at the back of the six hundred and seventy thousand. Well, what time did you get to uh, uh, to uh, uh, Parliament Square? Uh, didn't actually make it. Didn't to get that Square. far. Had a little look down, saw it was too busy. Yeah. Thought we can't have done it now. We let's go to the pub. Yeah, I was the first twenty-five people there. Yeah. Parked my bike up against the side of a St John's ambulance. Good spot. Uh, it was uh, by the backstage uh, exit, and um, all of a sudden, this incredible movement of people uh, just really wanted to say no, and uh, uh, they they disagree. Um, suddenly became. Possibly the greatest ever episode of Celebrity Pedal Past. Get out of my way and into my podcast. Check out the people that I just rode past. I'm not a psychopath. This is a psychopath. On you, the lady of the one show. Robert Peston. All right, Chris Hoy. I saw Robert Peston. You saw Robert Peston? Yeah. Did you shout it as loudly as that when you saw Robert Peston? (laughs) Whilst he was listening to some music right in his ear. No, I didn't. (laughs) Did you say anything to him? No. No. He was was having a conversation with somebody. Oh, okay, very nice. He was the only famous person I saw. I like like, uh, Robert Peston's raggedy politico look. He always looks like he's... 20 minutes late for something. You never see him and Jarvis at the same time, do you? Uh, no, because I was seeing Jarvis at the same time as you were seeing uh, Robert Peston. And surely nothing says bollocks to Brexit more than Jarvis Cocker chomping on a croissant. Oh, it's pretty good. A little bit surprised that hasn't quite, my, my photo of Jarvis chomping on a croissant hasn't quite gone as viral as I was expecting. No. A bit disappointed by that. Hashtags. Hashtags bollocks to Brexit. Uh, hashtags uh, different class. Hashtag chomping on a croissant. Yeah, you'd have thought you'd have got a bit of something from that. Well, yeah, it turns out there's only other, uh, only ever two other people who've ever used the hashtag chomping on a croissant before, <laughs> and I think they were both me. <laughs> <laughs> Who else have you seen chomping on a croissant? It's mostly just selfies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. Uh, so we saw Jarvis Cocker. Yeah. Uh, if there was one thing that was uh, more bollocks to Brexity than Jarvis uh, chomping on a croissant. Oh yeah. It was. Uh, Eddie Izzard with a union flag and shoes that, you know, boots that were not made for walking, let alone marching. I see. I think I can get a get a picture of what those might be. Yeah, if you imagine a picture of sort of um, a skinny Claire Balding wearing some. That's really mean. <laughs> wearing some high heels. Good for him. Oh, oh he looked. He looked absolutely. No, I'm not doing that one. They can't have that. <laughs> There's a lot of this they can't have. What's the what's the opposite of woke? Uh, that, that Chewbacca sound I just made. <laughs> what, is, what is up with going one? back to sleep? Uh, who else do we get uh, on my uh, on my pedalling past? Yep. Uh, Delia Smith. Delia Smith. Delia Smith. 
uh, a lady who only really has a first name, Delia, like Madonna or Pele. Yeah, but you know who you're talking about when you say... Delia. It's yeah. only one Delia. She was really stinking it up on the main stage. Take me to your Delia. Oh, I think... I think I can get the little horror alien to say that. <laughs> you could. And then print it on a hoodie. Yeah. Put her face on it. Oh, you couldn't hear a word she was saying. She's got worse mic technique than we have. Really? Yeah. yeah it was, uh, she got on, on in front of 670,000 people. She's the big name. She's going to lead this march out. She was introduced up there by uh, Richard Bacon and Mariella Frostrup. If that gives you an idea of the... Uh, Calibre. The makeup of the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the audience uh, that were... Uh, uh, voicing their their rights, uh, and Delia came on and went. <laughs> Honestly, it sounded like Altamont or something. It was horrific. <laughs> she might as well have got a load of bikers out in front of her doing the security. Um, uh, then she came off and just to stand by me and uh, so surrounded by people uh, filming her and things, which was very embarrassing, and I had to move. Okay. I also had to say, "Good job, Delia." Which was just not true. She'd done, <laughs> she'd done a terrible job. So I was just thinking about how she cooks scrambled eggs when I said it. So yeah. great job, Delia. Teaching uh, me how to cook scrambled eggs. How does she cook scrambled eggs? Very well. I just imagine she does. Yeah, very well. Um, little sprig of parsley on top. The yellow and green of her beloved Norwich City. Exactly. Uh, so we saw her. Uh, we got, uh, saw some political people. Oh, really? I've already done the Vince Cable joke, haven't I? Let's do it again. Let's not bother. Uh, and I also saw uh, I saw Chukaramuna. Okay, yep. I saw that Tory lady that you're supposed to think is all right, but it's still difficult, isn't it? Anna Subri. Yeah, and she was pract- properly practising her uh, Tory power stance as well. Yeah. Which is the only thing I like about the Tories. People made fun of that and the dancing thing, but I'm into the standing up like you're in status quo. Yeah, I'm all for that. Giving it the full Freddie Mercury. I mean, you're not getting a vote, but it is the right thing to do. <laughs> you know, warrior one. Warrior one. Peaceful warrior. Peaceful warrior. I'm not so sure about that. But mm. uh, uh, she seemed uh, seemed nice, so we saw her. Good. And uh, saw that northern actor whose name I don't know who it is. Uh, a northern actor. Yeah, he's, is he from... I don't know where he's from. Has he been in a soap? Has he been in Coronation Street? I think he mainly does voiceovers and occasionally Shakespearean theatre. David Morrissey. That's right. Neil's brother. That's not a joke. I just really wanted to mention Neil Morrissey so I could do my impression of Rob the Rogue from next door. Yes, if you could. Uh, uh, Because he looks exactly, listeners, uh, my next door neighbour, Rob the Rogue. In the neighbouring space station. In the, yeah, he's uh, on launch pad number two, in Thunderbird 2, over there. How loud are we talking? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he's a lovely chap uh, he, uh, I saw him this morning he said uh, alright Andrew <laughs> but imagine an, uh, a slightly greying Neil Morrissey who says things like know what I mean <laughs> he said uh, I've taken on an apprentice if you know what I mean did you know what he meant I could, yeah. What's his trade? I do not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, His trade? What's his trade? Well, what he usually says when I see him in the morning is, uh, just on my way to the cash machine, if you know what I mean. Oh, I do now, yeah, because you've told me. Yeah. The only thing I know about Rob is that... He He means the paddy power over the road, (laughs) whose Wi-Fi we're using now, listeners. (laughs) 
is that he has a, a strange sort of superstition and to ward off evil spirits yep. around his space station, he likes to leave a cup of milky tea yep. uh, covered with a bit of cling film yep. outside his front door, which I believe is a tradition in these parts. It is. He also likes to ward off evil spirits um, by burning um, some quite pungent incense. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you know what I mean. <laughs> and he's a lovely bloke. Um, and he's on his way to Bournemouth this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. To uh, see some of his reggae friends, if you know what I mean. Endorse it. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a reasonable idea. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so, so, yeah. Uh, saw some uh, some great celebrities on the on the uh, the People's March. It's reassuring, isn't it? It is. It's uh, that uh, the uh, not just us common people, but also the bloke who did common people were out there. But it was, uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, good on the Mega March. Um, and uh, the thing I really liked about it. There's two things I liked about. It. There's three okay. things I liked about it. One is that we were voicing our constitutional rights and getting a message across that we believe that the British government and the British people have made a mistake. Uh, I like that the British people were given uh, a choice and and asked their opinion on something. We at Wolfmania endorse freedom of speech. Exactly. Uh, If you were in any way worried about that. And, uh, you know, a bit like when they said... um, what are you going to call this boat, the British public? And the British public said, <laughs> Boaty McBoatface. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, wouldn't it? And then nobody did it because it was a stupid idea. And I think that's, you know, that's the first thing I liked about it. Mm-hmm. That we, we've, and, uh, man, I saw that written on a load of slightly smug signs this weekend. Uh, number two thing I liked about it was seeing a load of celebrities. Of course, that's yeah. always a thrill. Because I'm a deeply, deeply shallow person. And the third thing I liked about it, I don't know how many of our listeners uh, go all the way back through Wolfmania and know that I used to be in a hugely successful, not hugely successful rock band called, uh, let's call them the Summer Olympics, the Commonwealth Games, let's call them. (laughs) And we used to have some merchandise that uh, for a, a song called Feeling European... That was and the inspiration of this was taken from the Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine album, nineteen ninety two. No, I'm of that. No, because uh, we shaped the European stars oh, yeah. into a heart. Oh, see? and uh, we we made up a load of T-shirts of those and must have sold well over twenty five. And all twenty five of those T-shirts, those limited edition shirts. Well, from right at the front of the stage yesterday. Looking back, it wasn't yesterday, was it? Whenever it was, the other day, two weeks ago. It's October the 31st today, everybody. Halloween, so it was about two weeks ago. Can't move for trick-or-treaters. No. It was that trick-or-treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, when I was there, leaning on the side of the stage, just if you look backwards and squinted, and with my new glasses on, it's not that difficult to squint, it looked like there was a sea of Winter Olympics fans, and it felt just for a second... That must be what it's like to be popular. How close were you from uh, from pushing past Vince Cable's entourage? <laughs> it wouldn't have been that difficult. 
and uh, I reckon I could have got up and done a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What would that bit have sounded like? Well, I've been giving this some thought, Timps. I think it would probably sound like Drake. Oh, yeah? Or at least what I think Drake sounds like, never really having listened to much more than 45 seconds of Drake, knowingly. Okay. But it would probably be a bit like this Cos I'm sad about Brexit Vince Cable, yeah, Vince Cable, yeah, Vince Cable, yeah Something like that, probably. Would have gone across pretty well, I reckon. I think, the, I think it would have... The younger voters. It would have gone all right, because all, all they were actually getting was um, Fat Boy Slims right here, right now, about 20 times interspersed with uh, uh, sort of Josh Widdicombe in infomercials. It's a call to arms, that, isn't it? Well, yeah, what they wanted was... Vince Cable, yeah, Vince Cable, yeah, Vince Cable, yeah. Wiggling, 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 yeah. Doing these jingles live now, listeners. Uh, so they're lacking a little quality, but uh, yeah, we've got, got some spontaneity right now. Oh, yeah. The difficulty we're going to have is me not doing this for the entire rest of the show. Portugeist, uh, I like watching Portugeist. Okay, so we definitely weren't going to make this a uh, political podcast because we would be the very worst at that. Um, but long story short, can't help but notice this wonderful nation of ours is doing something a little bit stupid here and I don't think it's entirely too late to say sorry we've been really stupid here uh, it's not too late to uh, to right a wrong and uh, that's why he, we here at Wolfmania uh, were out on the streets uh, marching this last week and that's why we here at Wolfmania have in place the notes and corrections mistakes and regrets section <laughs> Mistakes and regrets section. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's the notes and correction. Mistakes and regrets section. It's the notes and correction. Mistakes and regrets section. Yes, listeners, it's that time of the episode where we uh, settle a few scores from the previous week where we've maybe claimed a few things were true when actually they were massive fibs. That's, that's entirely true, yeah. Or, or actually just completely complete oversight well it's interesting you say that because the the first one i've got uh, i've got uh, a few notes here first one i've got is uh, that in last week's episode the the massive comeback special yep. thanks for being with us listeners uh we claimed that there was a ricky gervais film called incapable of lying <laughs> <laughs> mr zero fibs uh, <laughs> and some of you may have thought that was some kind of a joke no, just got it wrong. There is no such film as the film Incapable of Lying. Uh, the, the creation of lying? I think it's actually called David Brent, Life on the Road. Okay. Um, secondly, second mistake and regret, and this is a, oh, this one, I'm mortified by this one. Absolutely mortified by this one. We spent quite a lot of last week explaining to you all that we were back. And all the different ways that we were back. And one of the key ways that we were back, I even played the song all the way through twice in the episode, uh, was suggested that we were, uh, we were back like the boys in the Thin Lizzy song, The Boys Are Back in Town, uh, down at Gino's Bar and Grill. There is no Gino's Bar and Grill. No. It's D 
Dino's Bar and Grill, as anybody should know. I'd like to apologise to all the Wolfmania listeners for mistaking it for the slightly racist 1990s ice creamo, Gino Ginelli's. Take home a Gino Ginelli ice cream of Piazza Italia. Italian chic, Italian style, Italian verb, Italian cool, toughy butter, chocolate, mint chuck chip, tutti frutti, what a cutie, take a Gino home with you. Gino Ginelli, the ice cream sensation. Gino, oh Gino Ginelli. Ah. La Dolce Vita. Gandalmans and the women. The new range of Gino Ginelli sweats from the Sprang Collection designed to your briefs. Without a restraint. Without a restraint. See. Tutti frutti, chocolate nut, minty chocolate chip, a toffee fuji. Fuji. Vanilla and a toffee ice cream with a toffee sauce swirls and Fuji beats. Gino Ginelli. It's the ice of fashion. Ice of fashion. The new spring collection. Gino Ginelli. Thanks, oh, bro. Those Fuji beats. <laughs> Thanks, Brian Sewell, at the end there. It's, uh, it's, good, it's uh, good to see uh, my Bruno Tonioni uh, impression getting a run out 20 years before he existed there. Oh, <laughs> you were fantastic, Sean. <laughs> oh, why? You were so glamorous. <laughs> Oh, sit down, man. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Fuji beats. Who <laughs> doesn't love those Fuji beats? Yeah, that, so that's uh, two mistakes and regrets. Uh, I've got a, I've got a third one. It's a clarification, really. Okay. Uh, we were talking to uh, our great friends uh, and listeners out there last week uh, about the Cape Canaveral show. Yes, Florida Space Base show that we went to. Cape Canaveral featuring Florida Space Base uh, last week, and uh, I think you were telling people uh, about our friend Big Dave. I did mention Big Dave. And his, uh, his missing wedding ring. Yeah, he'd, uh, uh, the claim was that he'd been clapping so hard at the show that his wedding ring flew off. I thought it was unlikely at the time. Um, and for one hairy moment, I thought that all the other married people were going to take their rings off, chuck them in a big pile in front of the stage. But uh, thankfully, it was not that kind of band. 
Um, but great news. Oh, yeah. Very good news. Uh, Big Dave has been in touch to let us know that he's found his ring oh. in the tumble dryer. Well, he must have been clapping very hard for it to have gone. <laughs> Clap, even when he got home. <laughs> okay, right. That's that. So, um, Halloween. Halloween. It's Halloween. Hello when? Hello now. Ween. Hello now, Ween. Halloween, the spookiest time of the year, goth Christmas. Yep. And uh, I think we promised uh, all of you that this year we'd be running some kind of a film club, uh, the sort of slightly bolted on film club <laughs> section to uh, Wolf Mania, the podcast. Uh, we should probably do that. We should. Having, uh, having promised that we'd do it. Not least because people like films, don't they? They do. What's not to like about a film? Yeah, people like films. And people may, if they know the film that we're talking about, have at least a 25% better chance of understanding what the <laughs> hell we're talking about any of the time. I wouldn't go as far as that. We're talking about Poltergeist, the film Poltergeist. Yeah. Or we will be after this break. And with the local DBC news, we'll play the But tonight... Don't call it a comeback! We've been here all year, Wolfman and Timsy invading your ears with music, laughs and a little bit of health chat, keeping it weird. Wolfmania podcast, bang! Coming back with our new thanks, six months sick, gobbling pills like a Pac-Man. But now we're back, man, because I heard you missed us. Close up your textbooks, we're going to the pictures. For season two with the podcast, it's the same sort of thing, slight tweak to the format. Sit back for great chat and plump up the pillows. Sick bed cinema's the name of the show. I'm going to do some gags. Some for your sister and one for the dad. Then we're gonna want some ass. Got t-shirts to shift and the sounds look fast. We're gonna pop this cast. All of us on social be first to the last. I'm gonna lock you out. Cause I'm pretty sure my keys are in my other trousers. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> so that's, uh, that's a terrifying witch, Tim. Oh, look at her. Oh, oh, the, the rain started up again. Oh dear, oh dear. It's not going away, this, is it? One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Oh. All those kids are going to get drenched. Oh, what's it? How does he count it? One one thousand, two one thousand, three one. Oh. Three one thousand. Paper mache tree. Oh no, we still live in the in the horror horror tent. <laughs> <laughs> I might just have to snuggle down on the futon. Well, uh, I forgot to clear away that there's a dressing gown. There's the the cuddly cathedral. Oh, Big Paws is uh, Big Paws is here to say hello, Tim's, uh, Cause I have failed to feed her. That's what uh, that, that's what that is. That's what that is. She is she is claws out. Claws are out. Oh no, that's uh that's yeah, yeah. Alright. Yeah, now you're drawing blood. Yeah. Woo. Alright. Now we've got we've got a fancy uh, handshake. 
okay, like a, like Deli Alley and Hyung's on the mid. <laughs> Very much who uh, I think I base our relationship upon, isn't it? <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, she's adorable. Oh dear, oh dear, I might have to build a duvet fort. <laughs> we're just, uh, just taking a quick break here, listeners, but I don't think that we're not working working hard because uh, just ahead of the next section which is going to be about the film Poltergeist um, Tim wanted to run through uh, uh, a few things about the uh, about the film I think I did yeah, yeah one of the things that I enjoyed most about the film Poltergeist was the uh, the sense of early 80s familiarity in California suburbia yeah uh, having grown up nowhere near there <laughs> well you know what I, I've got that I've got that down in my notes mm. as well as that's the childhood that Either I think I remember having, yes, or I aspired to so greatly the the Spielberbia that the original memories have been replaced, yeah, by kitchens with televisions in them. The house looks just like the one next to it, and the one next to that, and the one next to that. Uh, all my shirts in memory, or my T-shirts, would have had huge, great numbers on them. Yep, I'd have had shaggy over the ear hair my parents would almost certainly uh, be smoking weed on a waterbed <laughs> a young couple live in it give Ken a kiss <laughs> you are so with their three children <laughs> um, whilst I'd be out just on a Kuwara BMX and none of the architecture anywhere around you was older than let's say five years five years old yeah. uh, with a lot of sky beating down on it yeah, yeah, yeah. um you know colorful in- cereal for breakfast oh yeah and, um all manner of snacks and treats that i couldn't really get in the village shop <laughs> bucolic though my existence there was <laughs> there were no cheetos no there, there was, you know, it, it, it just, it didn't... It was I a Fruit did, Loop free time. Did it happen? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it did. I think I had a baseball cap on all the time. Yeah, you had a little BMX gang used to... I did have a little BMX gang. Ride around. And somebody probably got eaten by a tree. Yeah. It was a spooky village. It was a spooky village. But uh, it's, I think that's, the, I think that's, uh, I think that's what happened when I grew up. But it might be because I just wanted it to. Yeah. Happened so much. I, I I don't know. Yeah, well, on the on the way over here, I couldn't help noticing, obviously, all the uh, the trick and treaters, trick and treaters. That's what we say. The trick and treaters. Trick and treaters. The trick or treaters. Yeah. All of them out, you know, in their little uh, yep. uniforms. Yep. Uh, gathering up the uh, the candies. Yeah. From the uh, the uh, the uh, Californian style estate that is. And I think that happened all the time when I was a child. <laughs> yeah. it, it never did. No. No, no. I've been, uh, we've of course been uh, lobbing uh, drumstick lollies out the top of the internet space station. <laughs> By the time a lot of them are uh, impacting, they're just burying straight in the ground. That's cleared them off. There is a little herdsman somewhere in Kazakhstan <laughs> on the steps. There, it's gone, it's gone straight through. It's all, oh, <laughs> destroyed it's, his destroyed his yurt. Yeah, it's blown his yurt up with a with a sense of wonder and slightly blurry cinematography <laughs> that you'd get with an early. Steven Spielberg film, perhaps. Beautiful. I found it so comforting. So, so comforting, isn't it? Yep. Even in the bits when he's let the other guy, the director guy, 
peel his own face off <laughs> out of a squidgy thing to create some horror. It's fine. Yeah. It just felt so... It's like a big blanket. Yeah. It, oh. There was enough moments of lens flare and yeah. people standing yeah. in front of a fan looking up at the sky in wonder for it to feel oh. like all of those films. Yeah. I mean, it might as well have been the road three doors down from E.T., all that stuff was going on down the road. Yeah, same time. At the same time. Same time, same sort of family, harried parent, um, not really getting on top of things, because they probably used to be hippies, and now they're just coming round to Reaganomics, they're reading a big book about it. They are. Um, and uh, trying to get used to things. And the kids can sort of do what they want, because they're in charge of their own destinies. Yeah, I thought it was strange when they packed one of them off in a taxi. Yeah. Give, give us a call, she said. You're his mum, yeah. give him a hug, is what yeah. I thought. Absolutely fine. But the, the kids can do what they want, when they want, and are clearly in Spielberg land in charge of the parents. Yes. Whether they be hiding an extraterrestrial two doors down, or just falling in... Gates to Hades. Uh, yeah. in, in falling their... into the gates of Hades, which appear to be... In their ensuite well stocked toy cupboard. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Sentient toys, Timps. <laughs> Sentient toys. That's what you have in Spielberbia. This is true. Oh, my Lord. Oh, your dad, God bless him, uh, big fan of the act, he could never be a Spielberg dad, though, could he? No. No, because he's not sweaty-looking or occasionally sunburned. <laughs> Couldn't be a proper Spielberg dad. Having to turn on the good fatherly wisdom only at the very end of when needs must. And one of the first things my dad would have done when moving into that house is he would have had that tree down. (laughs) (laughs) There was something up with that tree. One of my earliest memories is moving into a house, a garden full of trees. My dad had them all out straight away. (laughs) They had disease, he said. Right. Did they? Not so sure. None of them tried to eat you, though. Um, Don't know, might have blanked that out. They do in Portuguese, too. (laughs) That's all gone. That all memories of any of the being eaten by trees bit completely blanked out and replaced with slightly longer at the back hair or a light perm. Yeah, slightly slightly uh, better cinematography. It's much sharper. Yeah, things are in focus. But much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Pleased to see some of the uh, original characters back. But hey, we shouldn't be talking about the... Uh... Yeah, I'm really... Timps, I am astonished <laughs> that we've even managed to squeeze that much about the actual film out <laughs> when we weren't going to talk about it. <laughs> Secretly, listeners, the plan for Wolf Mainly the Podcast Season 2, Sickbed Cinema, was that we just have a film titled, then we just talk about something else. But this has taken a turn. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we both actually watched it. But I've got a little quiz for you. Oh, yeah? About uh, about your knowledge of Spielberbia. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it it crosses over quite nicely with Halloween. Because I'm sure if you remember in in the... uh, the other Steven Spielberg... The most famous Steven Spielberg... What would you say the most famous Steven Spielberg film was? To you. What's the first one that springs to mind? Uh, it, it, there's... Uh, for me... Close, oh, close Amistad. <laughs> Hook. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Hook, right? Yeah, has to be Hook. Uh, in all seriousness, Close Encounters of the Third Kind really? for me. Really? Okay. Yeah, I love it. Love it to bits. Oh, you're cool, aren't you? You're well cool. That's, uh, uh, I... I said hook and was really thinking about any... what was the coolest <laughs> answer. Don't worry about that. 
Uh, it's close encounter. It's probably not, is it? It's got. It's got to be ET, right? It or has to be ET. ET or Jaws. ET or Jaws. Of course, the correct answer, Timps, is Duel. Duel, yes. The one about the lorries. The one about, oh, I'm so scared of that lorry. Is that scarier than Poltergeist? Uh, the one bit of it is as scary as Poltergeist when he's been chased by the lorry. Because Poltergeist isn't scary at all. What are you talking about? Poltergeist is terrifying. <laughs> it's not terrifying. What? Poltergeist is hilarious. Not because it's like what? bad, but because they've genuinely tried to make it really funny, and it is really funny. It is. Are you telling me that if you opened up your... Ensuite uh, toy cupboard. Yeah, your ensuite toy cupboard, and it had mysteriously turned into a huge throbbing orange vagina, <laughs> that you wouldn't be scared? I can't give you my honest answer to that. <laughs> Please never answer that. <laughs> I think you'd be nervous. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, and if I was, uh, if there was a big electrical storm and my half-dug swimming pool was filling up outside, I would not go in splash him out in it no uh, I think at the, the very end of the film and uh, listeners should be aware here at uh, Wolf Mania the podcast season 2 sickbed cinema we're going to be free with the spoilers yeah because you've had 36 years to watch Poltergeist if you don't know what happens at the end that's on you I'm going to level with you now listeners if I hadn't had to have watched it <laughs> I could have probably gone another 36 years without watching it. Oh. But, uh, yes, so, so E.T., E.T., E.T.'s e. the one. E.T.'s the touchstone. E.T.'s the one. Yeah. Filmed at the same time as Poltergeist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can quite believe that. Yep. I think featuring entirely the same people. Yeah. Uh, uh, little Drew Barrymore... Yes. ...was going to originally be... Carol Ann in Poltergeist. That's what she applied for. Yeah, she got she got the role for Gertie. Yeah, she was Gertie. Not and Carol Spielberg Ann. said, "No, you're more of a Gertie than a Carol Ann." Yeah, yeah. And of course, Gertie famously was the only member of the family. I hope this is true. Was famously the only member of the family. Yes, is as good as a fact. It is, isn't it? Who wasn't allowed to attend the uh, the Halloween night out in ET? Do you remember the Halloween night out in ET? Yes. Good, because uh, I've got a, a question. A little, little quiz for you, and uh, and uh, if you can get, if you can guess, five out of the let's say ten outfits Oof. that the uh, the guys the guys wear that are featured quite heavily. Oh come now! Quite heavily in the uh, in the scene when they uh, they sneak ET out on Halloween. Uh, five of the ten. They don't have to be. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be like Mike's outfit. Doesn't have to no, be no. Elliot's outfit. Mike's the older brother, right? I think Mike is the older yeah, brother. Yeah, looks like Steve Cram. Yes, yeah, very yeah. much. And, uh, yeah. Oh, you're actually asking me to I name am actually, you. I'm actually asking huh. you. Huh. I've, no, I've noted ten. There might be more. Ten? Yeah. So the whole gang, what are they dressed as? The whole gang. Well, you could do the whole gang or, or others that are just featured in that. Okay, well, because... I would think that your man Steven Spielberg is going to give a nod to the universal classics the monster classics so yeah, i think you can i think, think you can get the list i have some of the universal classics that Spiel, Spiel, spielberg that spielberg, spielberg that spielberg is uh, yeah. has taken a nod to spielberg haven't traveled across the uh, the atlantic to here but uh, yeah yeah i think you 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 maybe get one or two like the mummy i'm saying uh, somebody will be dressed as the mummy 
I don't remember seeing a mummy. As if there's not somebody dressed as the mummy. I'm not, I'm not saying there wasn't a mummy on the uh, the Californian estate, new new build estate. But uh, uh, what's the name of the town? In E.T. Oh, I should know that. It's the same town, isn't it? Uh, is it Cuesta Verde? Is it Cuesta Verde? Is it Cuesta Verde? It must be right. Let's, let's call it Cuesta Verde. Let's call it Cuesta. Let's Verde. call it Hill Valley. Yeah, oh, that'd be right. It so you're saying there's the no one is dressed as a mummy. Uh, not on the list I have, but I might have to go and watch it again. I've not watched it, listeners. What, E.T.? I've done a bit of research. Yeah, you typed in outfits for kids in E.T. <laughs> and there's the Keith Richards death rattle, yeah. right there. <laughs> you didn't apologise for that yet? No, it won't make any sense. <laughs> um, so there's going to be a Frankenstein? <laughs> uh, there, there might, might well be. <laughs> and a Dracula? Possibly. Presumably, this being trick, <laughs> trick or treat, that's yeah. what kids always go as, oh, right? Oh, it's so traditional. So traditional, Mr. Wolfman. Oof. Okay, so it's There was a Dracula and a Frankenstein. Of course there was a Dracula and a Frankenstein. Somebody must have had some kind of uh, dead president's masks. Was there a Richard... I think you're confusing, there... <laughs> confusing your movies here. This is how well-read... well well-read? Well read? What's the equivalent in cinema of well-read? This is how well-read we are. Um, we are well Versed, we're well, well versed. versed. What, what, uh, well, ET, right, is like a wizened old lady. Ah, this I can confidently confirm, uh, despite not having, having watched the scene recently. <laughs> You're thinking of the bit where he dresses up as the wizened yeah. old lady with a bowler hat and a flower and all of that and puts makeup on. Yes. Different scene. Different, that doesn't count. Different scene. ET, ET in this scene has, has gone classical. Gandhi. He has gone, yes, he's dressed as Gandhi. Yes. Correct. He's gone dressed as a traditional ghost. With a sheet with a couple of holes in it. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. A, That's one. Yeah. That's one. There's nine more. I've got nine on my list, yeah. Have you? Whew. Do you want a clue? And you're not including Mummy Frankenstein or Dracula? No. Creature from the Black Lagoon? No. Herman Munster. No. Pantomime horse. No. I want to say Noel Edmonds. No. Blobby. No. Blobby, blobby, blobby. No. You were... (laughs) In in, in, in and around, correct? Oh, yeah. When, uh... When we were discussing sort of uh, the product placement in Poltergeist, there's a lot of product placement for a, a particular movie. In Spielbergia, yeah. before you drink or eat anything, you have to very much show it to camera without looking. Mm-hmm. I would love a Cheetos. I would love a full-fat Coke Yeah, with the old ring pull that you have to pop into. Oh, exactly. Anything. Or some Pabst Blue Ribbon to watch oh, the game. Or maybe a Pabst Blue Ribbon to spray around and... That was my favourite part of the film. Was that it? whole sequence? Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, beautifully choreographed. Nobody was really acting in that bit. It was just, yeah, magical. I would have thought that your favourite sequence would be when they went around the child's bedroom and you see all the Star Wars toys, many of which were the rubbish ones that you had. <laughs> <laughs> really obscure characters. Medical bot. Medical droid. <laughs> yeah, medical droid featured for approximately 22 seconds. Isn't it quite a lot? Back in the background of a scene. <laughs> yeah, I'm just 
I'm. I am. If you, if you were thinking, <laughs> you're, you're getting I close am though. You're getting dragging close. for time. You're getting right, close. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Well, Darth Vader is featured quite heavily in Poltergeist, but it's not an outfit that a <sighs> member of the child to, ch- to the children in Quest of Verde have decided to dress up as for trick or treat. Probably because, but at the time that Poltergeist was filmed, this character. Oh, they had been introduced. They had been introduced. I tell a lie. They had been introduced into the uh, the Star Wars universe. Don't tell me it's Boba Fett. It's not Boba Fett. Oh, that's a shame. It's um, way more obvious than that. Should have seen um, the the sexy Boba Fett outfit. Oh, the uh, oh. chaps. It's pretty yeah. much. A, it's like a Boba Fett helmet, and then the rest of you is just in your pants. Yeah. 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 You've just drawn the rest of the outfit. Yeah. On Booby Fett. Booby Fett. Uh, is it? What's a little robot? No, it's not a funny little robot. No. Oh, is it BB-8? It's not BB-8. Is it a porg? Imagine if it was BB-8 in ET, just rolled rolled along. Be, and and you saw it now. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah, the sort yeah. of thing that George Lucas would do now is to plonk it back in. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Spielberg doesn't do that. No. You don't get that in Amistad. No. <laughs> BB-8 rolling. <laughs> Up and down the, when the ship's really rocking. Oh, you've gone there. What? Oh, you've gone there. <laughs> Yoda. Correct. Yeah, that. Yoda is. We've got eight more of these. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm Indiana gonna, Jones. I put ticks by the ones. No, that's the only one from uh, from one of the things from one of uh, those guys' films. Indiana Jones. Uh, Jaws. Is there somebody's a giant shark? No. Jaws victim. On my phone, I've titled this "ET Halloween Costumes Quiz!" Exclamation mark. That makes it sound a lot more fun than it actually is. <laughs> do, do, do you want me to? Uh, I'll help you out. Yeah, by telling me all of the other eight. Okay, okay. So, Yoda and uh, and Ghost. You, you've got Ghost. They're yeah. in the bag. They're okay. in the bag. Okay. There is also Amish dog. <laughs> okay, right. Someone dressed as an Amish person with yep. a dog's face. <laughs> There's not a dog in a in a like an Amish outfit. Oh, it might be. I've not watched I the scene. Think it I think it's a dog with a. Okay. Maybe they uh, that. Uh, it's a lab, isn't it? Golden Retriever, possibly. Yeah, the yeah. one that the barks at the yeah the shed. Yeah, and the light comes out. Lovely. Um, sailor Duck, Donald Duck as a sailor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. A zombie doctor. Yeah. Good. Yeah. The dog's actually dressed as a clown. Ooh, terrifying. Uh, bonus point for Mike's Michael's outfit. Uh, Steve Cram, nineteen eighty-two Olympics. Steve Cram from nineteen eighty-two Olympics, dressed as a lumberjack with a knife through his head. There wasn't an Olympics in nineteen eighty-two. Was only kidding. It's nineteen eighty-four. Moscow eighty. Hasn't even happened LA yet. LA eighty-four. Hmm. Don't look into the middle distance. I'm right. No, yeah, no, you're right. I was just wondering um, which one was Cram in. He was in eighty-four. I don't think he was at eighty. Eighty-four. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was uh, Ovet in eighty. Yeah. Ovet Co. Yeah. Oh. Elliot. Daily Thompson's Olympics. Elliot, yes, was dressed as... A zombie. Okay. Uh, And that just leaves us with Elliot's mum. Sexy cat lady. Yeah, that's that's another thing that uh, was big in Spielberbia. Sexy mums. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who I think are all... What's her name? Lee Thompson, who would have been in Back to the Future. And also Howard the Duck. Is that Elliot's mum? No, but that's 
the lady that I picture. Okay. I accidentally recycled my notes about the film Poltergeist, where I wrote down what the name of the uh, <laughs> mum was from okay. uh, Poltergeist. Of course, Gertie was too young. So she was probably at home on her own. She was quite <laughs> irresponsible. No they probably they probably left them with the freelings next door. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go around there. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, don't worry. Yo. No, you have a bath. Don't worry. We only had an in, we had an enormous great in, sort of infestation of uh, the underworld coming up through the house. No, don't worry about it. No. no, just put the kids to bed there. Same house. What are you thinking? In, yeah. I think I lost the quiz. <laughs> we probably would have come up with a funny quiz team name. Yes. You know what we have gained, Tim? A really serious smell of burning. The first char-grilled biscuit pizza of the season. <laughs> Catch you on the other side, listeners. As long as you can smell it too. Oh. <laughs> then I'm not having a stroke. Poltergeist. It knows what scares you. I think you've just recorded the entirety of us uh, enjoy- enjoying a pizza. Yeah, uh, it has been quite the uh, the all-night pizza party. Um, yeah, recorded all of that, didn't we? <laughs> Halloween pizza. Yeah, it's staying in Halloween. <laughs> Halloween spooky yeah. pizza. Um, yeah. No way back from that, is there? No, not that I can think of. Unless? Unless what? The style of Drake was introduced. <laughs> oh, no, I don't, I'm not sure about that. No. No. I mean, I've got this... Uh, I've got this uh, little harmony group oh, yeah. thing going. I could maybe, yeah, maybe give that a go for you. Next up in the groups are the Winter Olympics. Four friends from Croydon. Hi guys, where are you from? Yeah, we're uh, from uh, from Croydon. That's my Louis Tomlinson. Is that who that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do it again. Hi guys, where are you from? Uh, <laughs> that's Croydon. I've got chairs to fill here, I haven't got all day. <laughs> so what have you got for us today? As a little song called The, uh, the Fourth Time I've Been In Your House. Okay, take it away. Surprisingly competent. It was reasonable, wasn't it? Yeah, you've got a ch- you've got a chair. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Do you think I'll make judges' houses? Oh, <laughs> that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Buy a pool, pair of shorts. Oh god, that would be the worst one for me. <laughs> I wouldn't enjoy that at all. Um, you would be disappointed. I don't know who the judge is. Uh, what this season? Yeah. Uh, I do know, it's Robbie Williams and Robbie Williams' wife isn't Yes, it? Robbie Williams, Robbie Williams' wife, Billy Tomlinson and uh, Simon Camp Sorry, I mistook your Louis Tomlinson impression for that old Irish man who used to be on the show <laughs> Oh, uh, Louis uh, Walsh Sean Walsh oh, Give him a piece of my mind Non-stop people. 
We're back from an all-night pizza party. The storm is still raging. It was absolutely devastated in there. <laughs> Honestly, it was like a lightning strike had had hit directly. Oh, the quattro formaggi! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was um, yeah, it was horrible in there. It was almost as though, even though I mean, you know, don't go into the kitchen would be my advice. <laughs> yeah, not unless you want to see some chairs stacked on a table in, in, in a strange formation or oh. a steak wriggling around all on its own yeah very much two horrible things that you could see in a kitchen made by two different people <laughs> I suspect yes because there's nothing that my mate Steven Spielbergers yep. likes more than stacking some chairs on there and having you go oh wow look at that oh wow Da-da-da-dum. oh uh, whereas uh, my mate, old Tobe Hooper, yeah, yeah, yeah. from uh, the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he's going to like a little squidgy steak. <laughs> Very much replicated. Uh, did it happen before? What year was it? 82? 1982. What year was the John Cusack film? Is it called Wish You Were Dead? I Wish I Was Dead? Despite being a keen cineast, I cannot... Uh... <laughs> it's the one where he is suicidal and unsuccessful at being suicidal and there's a strange break in the middle for a hamburger to do a dance to the Van Halen song Everybody Wants Some. Okay. Very much using the same special effects. I think that came after because I don't believe that the Van Halen album was out until 1983. Could have been 82 though. You know what? It's very much of the time. I'm sure this is something that will... Wiggling meat. (laughs) Wiggling. (laughs) Wiggling meat. Wiggling meat. And... It's poor prosthetics. <laughs> Quite jarring, that sequence. It's a, it's a double bell, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Um, now, listeners, we're still here. With, um, we're talking about the film Poltergeist because it's Halloween. It's Halloween. Hello, what? Hello, darling. Oh, no, sorry. I thought you'd like phone your mum or something. Oh, okay, no. no that's that's how that goes, right? Tuesdays. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it's Halloween and uh, we are... Running our sickbed cinema film club. Please let us know what you think about the film Poltergeist or pretty much anything within a 400 metre radius of the film Poltergeist. Of the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> if it's anything to do with the cinema <laughs> or us, that would be uh, helpful. Uh, Wolfmania Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. Um, you get, we've, we've talked about Poltergeist quite a lot, a lot more than I thought we would. Really? Oh, there's still, still more, more. Have you got more? Have you got notes? I made a list. You've got notes. I made a list of notes. Okay. When I wasn't lying wide awake, racked with fear. Why lying wide awake? Because it was midday today. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you want to to hear my notes? I would love to hear your notes. Okay. Notes. Notes. 30th of October, 2018. Yep. Scary tree. Yep. Kids' bedroom. Yep. Parents smoking weed. Yep. 
On a waterbed, I thought. Was it a waterbed? I don't know. It seemed very bouncy when he yeah. did his whole comedy routine. But that's going to play havoc with his back. Yeah. But then he's Mr. Incredible, isn't he? So presumably <laughs> that's not an issue for him. Are the whole family the Incredibles? If only, if the mum had been Holly Hunter, yeah, then okay. that would have been all right, wouldn't it? But no, sadly not. But uh, yeah, Mr. Incredible there. Uh, Great work. Craig T. Nelson, the actor. Craig T. Nelson. You enjoy some of his other films? I couldn't name another one. Neither you could. I mean, I could, but I'm not not, <laughs> not likely to. Poltergeist two. That's true. I just watched that. <laughs> Poltergeist three. Is he in that? Yeah. Okay. Well, he didn't die at the end of Poltergeist two. Uh, Spoiler who, alert. Who was your favourite character in Poltergeist? You know who? Okay. Who was my favourite character yeah. in Poltergeist? Yes. Um, and you can't say Carol Ann. No, um, I like the mum best. Diane. Diane. And Tangina, the uh, exorcist. Okay, I've got her down as funny little lady. Yes, that's, yeah. yeah. Uh, I also, uh, did I like the uh, parapsychologist, the amateur, the drunk amateur parapsychologist woman? Who they somehow found very easily without calling the police. She worked at the university, didn't she? They just went down to the university, yeah, looked yeah. up the paranormal activity. Just a hobbyist. Yeah. Yeah. There they were in their in their department. Uh, oh, I've got another favourite. In fact, I liked the all three of the parapsychologist teams. Yes. And I think they could have had a breakaway series on their own. Yes. And if that film had been made now, they probably would have done, wouldn't they? Yeah. There'd be a Netflix series a Netflix for that. Netflix series, yeah. uh, And that would be good. Uh, I like the guy with his Walkman on. Yes. That couldn't be more Spielberg-y. Ob- oblivious to the blinding yeah. light on the monitors surrounding him. The Martin Short guy. The Martin Short, the, he's the guy who peeled his face. He peeled his face off. Yes. And the uh, kindly maternal head of the department. Yes, she was good too, very reassuring. They would make a, a great team going out there and uh, looking into parapsychological things but also with some uh modern day issues thrown in also with massive glasses on <laughs> huge great specs yep. that made me think these guys really know what they're doing exactly exactly the wardrobe worked hard there uh, i've got three other things written down which one was your favorite tim <sighs> which one's my favorite i think that it's the... robbie <laughs> which one was which one was i most like uh, which one am i most like robbie. even now <laughs> this terrible dentistry. Oh, Robbie. Um, he has yeah. an unfortunate growth spurt between um, <laughs> between Poltergeist 1 and Poltergeist 2. So much in common with Robbie. <laughs> no, my favourite character was Will Oldham on his bike, dropping his cans all over the road at the start. And that was my favourite character. Why was he so scared of those tiny cars? See, I, I, I loved the opening sequence. I yeah, it's great. That. that was great. It was really good. What do you think about the next door neighbour? Uh, TV guy. Yeah, could have done more. I'm yes. Saying. Yeah, yeah. He he was having a lot of baked beans for his tea. That's what yeah. I remember about him. <laughs> <coughs> Which was hilarious, I'm assuming, uh, in 1982 and still <coughs> now. Me. Uh, who was your least favourite? My least favourite was... Uh, uh, some of the things that popped up out of the scary... Was it the giant skull? That was 
shite. Wasn't it? Really terrible. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. Hey, if you... It was originally it. supposed to be the head of a scary man called Kane, yes. who I'd like to think would be Kane, the wrestler from WWE, but may also have been Harold Kane, <laughs> the England so, footballer. So Harold Kane. Hey, if you discovered a portal to the netherworld at the back of your toy wardrobe... Yes. Uh, of which there is one. What would you throw into it? Cricket ball. Cricket ball, not tennis balls. You'd write number one on one tennis ball, on well, one I've, cricket ball. I've already written uh, PR on all of our cricket balls for the Paddington Rabbits Cricket Club. www.paddingtonrabbits.com <laughs> Exactly right. www.paddingtonrabbits.com oh, You need another W at the start of that www.paddingtonrabbits.com Come down on Sunday afternoons and we'll throw balls at you. A fan of winter sports? Why not try www.paddingtonpenguins.co.uk I've booked it. Okay. I've booked the pitch. Oh, really? Yep. The pitch. Uh, the November the... Whatever it's called. The glacier. The ice rink. November the 29th, half past seven. Tim's Paddington Penguins... Tryouts. Take to the lanes. Uh, please be available. <laughs> any listeners with any prior experience in the Olympic sport of curling? Yep, that uh, we are looking for you. Scottish people, Canadians, very welcome to apply. Colour anyone with uh, some coloured trousers. In, yeah, in, oh, if you in, have, in a variety you of have jaunty trousers. That would be great. <laughs> Um, all other gear provided. We will bring the stones. Uh, just bring yourselves. We always bring the stones. Yes, we do. Um, Craig T. Nelson, dad from Poltergeist. Yes. If you were casting that today, which I think they did three or four years ago, not Sam Rockwell. That's got to be no. uh, Saul from Better Call Saul, hasn't it? Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, I'd go Odenkirk. And who would you have as his, uh, as his, as his wife? Uh, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Oh, perfect. Odin Kirk and Adams. Yeah, that, I mean, she's pretty much my stock answer to a lot of yeah. questions. Um, Odin Kirk and Adams would be absolutely brilliant at that. Yeah. Instead of Sam Rockwell, what was he doing? I like Sam Rockwell. But so do I, but he's better than that, isn't he? Well, you're saying Adams and Odin Kirk aren't. <laughs> well, no, but, you know, Poltergeist the remake. I'm not, you know, I'm a, I'm a, my tastes in cinema, you know, maybe don't do Oh, hello. Hello, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I'm sorry, as listeners who've tuned in because you want to talk about Poltergeist. I'm a bit above that these days. Yeah. Oh, Timps. What were you watching instead of that? Instead of, instead of Poltergeist, yeah. the remake. What's put you off the last 36 years? What have you been watching instead? Just scared. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we said last week, oh, we haven't seen it. Yeah. I said we haven't seen it. I've seen this about 19 times, it turns out. <laughs> I knew every single waking minute of it, yeah. <laughs> it felt very familiar. Except for the half an hour towards the end um, when uh, The Exorcist turns up and it's rubbish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the last 10 minutes is um, great when they when it's really stupid and they fail to move out of the house that's just had an enormous great... Nightmare in it. Yeah. Uh, my least favourite character was uh, Dave's boss. Dave's boss? Yeah. Oh, Dave's boss the worst. I thought he was going to die, but he didn't. No, he didn't. He, just he took a big hit from the spooky house. Saw the error of his ways. Yeah. He's not going to be building a 
Angel Buri- ancient burial ground is a difficult place to build. It is. It is. Because um, I'd seen Poltergeist so much. This is the thing that really struck me. Is it dawned on me halfway through that, uh, yeah, my exciting rock band, the West Midlands, got a song called Poltergeist, and all the lyrics are about the film Poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And do you think you deserve a seat for that, do you? <laughs> this is going to be a test of your memory. That's actually how it starts as well. <laughs> um, no idea how that goes. No. I could just play it. What better time than now? Yeah, if not now, then when?
only uh, Craig T. Nelson had that in his arsenal, could have saved us all uh, an hour and 49 minutes. Can you hear me, Carrie Ann? <laughs> I think Craig T. Nelson would have liked that. He would have done, yeah. I'd have loved that in like, 1983. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think that tells us all we need to know about Poltergeist. Um, I don't, that's uh, surprisingly. Um, been getting a bit of a radio play for that recently. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, we- any, any interesting region that that's been well, happening? Weirdly, yeah, well, weirdly, with the hottest new band in Hereford and Worcester oh, really? at the moment, who have picked up on oh, a two-year-old song <laughs> as the hottest thing. It's, uh, it's diff- difficult to uh, get out to the people in Hereford and Worcester. Um, and also in the West Midlands as well, on, uh, in Birmingham Radio. Uh, did get an email through the other day that Hugh Stevens' people had been listening to it at Radio 1. You've made the big time. Didn't you? like it. What? Um, well, it's hard to say. I think maybe the massive great F-bomb at the end probably doesn't <laughs> help. <laughs> Stay out. <laughs> uh, I'd like to think that Andrew Marston at Radio Hereford and Worcester had his little finger hovering over the button. Um, uh in, in it, it's been it's it's a lovely uh, twilight blooming of the West Midlands <laughs> rock career. Uh, it's come as a bit of a surprise, um, not as much of a surprise as it has for the people at Radio Hereford and Worcester, um, who have been struggling slightly with the press release that, <laughs> that accompanied the record uh, when it when it first came out. Um, got a little bit of footage of that, Timps, if you'd like oh, to. Oh, really? Yeah. You okay. know when, here at Wolfmania, we overthink things a little bit. I think that's very much on record. <laughs> I certainly might have overthought the bit where it says, influences. Oh, OK. <laughs> you know, on your press release where you say, oh, well, what's it about? Who's in here? All right, let's um, give this a listen. <laughs> Listen to a man trying to really... You think it's difficult? We know how hard it is to read words on the radio. <laughs> to describe anything. To describe anything. <laughs> oh, listen to poor... This poor chap. I like that concept, the Wild Wild West. Wild West Midlands by a band called West Midlands. From man lives near to Kidderminster. They're a weird pop magpie cranking out paranoid punk jams and grimy power pop from a dank room on an industrial estate around the back of PC World. That's their words, not mine. And their debut EP is a supernatural indie rock concept record about a rapidly decaying musician dropped by his label, forgotten by fans and forced to return to his childhood home in the black country to confront his demons, some of which it turns out are actually demons. It's a sort of documentary. Influences include Black Sabbath, Duran Duran, Andrew, who's the front man, was raised in a spooky village outside of Kidderminster. His musical education were the big hair arena shows at the NEC, grimy hardcore all days in the city centre and hard to find raves around the back of the Clent Hills. Music News with Danny Hunt. <laughs> Terry Wills has been in touch on our Facebook page. Oh, around the back of the Clent Hills. I'm doing a Devon accent now. Oh, uh, I, I, I cannot thank him enough for even attempting yeah. to get any of those words out seven of which he understood <laughs> that's made his week isn't oh, it? when he picked up on one that he knew it was great <laughs> Clint Hills <laughs> Clint Hills the Clint Hills and PC World <laughs> I am so sorry BBC Radio Hereford and Worcester and I thank you for your support and um, 
It's not for everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the uh, that's the that's the poltergeist. Do you do you actually believe in ghosts, Timps? Do you believe in ghosts? Well, just for the uh, just for the listeners, the transparency. We had this discussion off air at uh, at our pre pre pod production meeting <laughs> <laughs> only yesterday evening. Yeah, and uh, all the members of the production team were sat around the table. Each and every one of them seemed to have a ghost or a, or a paranormal tale. Yeah. Paranormal, para, paranormal tale. Um, we seem to have a paranormal tale. Yeah. I I seem to be the only only one who didn't. So, on the basis of that, uh, I, I I don't I don't think I do. No. 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 So you don't believe in them. I don't believe in them. I because you I'm just open to believe because you just haven't seen them. Because I just haven't seen them. Is that like Ned's atomic dustbin feed? <laughs> no, that's very different. You believe in very them? Much you just haven't them. seen them. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So, so no for you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Unfortunately. Well, I was, ra- I was racking my brains uh, about this, and I had not thought that I had had paranormal activity in the same way uh, that our head of production, uh, yes. Paul of Sound, uh, had had. Um, I certainly think that I was very nearly abducted by aliens. Um, yes. We'll cover that another week, I'm sure. Of course. But no, I, I didn't think I'd been uh, seen a ghost. And I think I really wanted to see a ghost. Um, I'm very much a, an I-want-to-believe kind of guy. Of course. And uh, I've, to, the, to that end, I've stopped in haunted hotels. If it advertises, us, uh, advertises it as probably haunted, yeah, I'm in for that. You're there, the one at the end of your road, Timps. The haunted hotel at the end of my road. As advertised on that programme, the hotelier, is that, what's it called? The hotel doctor the ho- lady? The, ho- the hotel inspector. Yeah, that's her. You're just looking for me to tell the really grubby story, aren't yeah. you? Yep. <laughs> and I'm not going to. Oh. Well, she visited that hotel. The, law- the lawyers oh, are don't, sighing don't, a sigh of relief. Don't, don't do it. I don't want... <laughs> I sort of want to know about that again, and I sort of want to know about him from uh, DIY SOS. But, <laughs> but I don't. I'll wait until times are really hard before I start flogging, before you flogging on those tales. Uh, stop, it's very much supposed to be haunted. Um, the hotel at the end of your road? Yes. Didn't see a thing. Really? No. Did you bring your equipment? I thought I had. Your polygraphs? I, did, well, I was rooting around in my bag look for, looking for the EVP. Okay. Yeah, I brought the ECG by mistake. Oh. I also tried to stop in the uh, the Talbot Hotel in Stourbridge. Uh, it's supposed to be haunted. Uh, so I've heard. Uh, but only haunted by ex-members of Pop Will Eat itself, it turns oh. out. Um, which uh, was, wasn't uh, wasn't that scary at all. It was very enjoyable. Really? It was very enjoyable. Um, but then I was going back through the uh, the uh, the Wolfmania files from last season. Oh, of the course. W files, if you will. Episode number. We'll fill that in in a robot voice. I, I think the man from downstairs was trying to shout that up. He knew. <laughs> the bloke from the Shisha Lounge, he knows. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I better have a... Have my sharpie ready when I leave to sign yeah. those autographs. Oh, they're all gathering outside like it's uh, MTV Live <laughs> in that big glass box. And I'm Ray Cokes. You're Ray Cokes. <laughs> you're Ray Wokes. Yeah. And <laughs> you're out there. They're all queuing up, pressing their faces against the window with their little with their little pens. Look, I found it, Tim. Oh, look at this. Here it is. <gasps> An authentic document has just been uh, revealed, and it's been handed over. I'm actually going to put down 
my uh zero percent lager my, my cup of uh yeah your cup of tea over there it's quite a heavy one <laughs> Uh, Andrew has just handed me uh, a document and for those of you who have listened to previous episodes of Wolfmania you will rem- remember Andrew's uh, document My Own News yeah uh, the document has Andrew's name on the front the title My Own News a very poor approximation of the James Bond 007 <laughs> logo and then the inscription 1980 the end of the world <laughs> Always on brand, even even then. <laughs> Here you are, teacher. What's your diary? Yeah, 1980, the end of the world. And the page is open on the 31st of October. If I was to write that, I'd write the 31st to the 10th. Andrew's written the 10th to the 31st, but 1079. Likes American stuff. <laughs> <laughs> even then, even then. And... Uh, as an illustration, which we shall visit shortly, but there's also uh, a description of okay. presumably what happened on that day when you were, yeah. let's say, what age were you for context? Ah, uh, I must have been, what, five, six years old? Six years old, five or six years old. Lovely handwriting, and I shall now read the entry. What is that creaky door noise? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Hold on, what is that? No, that's freaking me out. How did you do that? It's like a... It's like some... Actually, like some kind of... <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know what that was. That's, uh... I swear I saw something. Maybe uh, I did see a ghost. Uh, either that is Rob from next door going bump in the night, which you don't want to know about. Oh, dear. Or big pauses just dressed in a big white sheet to just freak us out I'm going to focus back on the uh, oh I didn't like it on on the childhood diary here instead well that's actually pretty creepy yeah yeah you get your uh, you know what it is I think it's because you've got this artefact up from the time and we've somehow touched on it's the key text this is oh I don't like it Portal to the Netherworld. Oh, oh, isn't it though? Putting that on the uh, Wolfmania uh, webpage. www.wolfmania.org. Portal to the Netherworld. <laughs> Expect a Mandelbrot fractal <laughs> to suck you through the monitor. That sounds horrific. <laughs> Not that kind of website. <laughs> www.secretcinema.com Join us on the sofa. www.thesilliestcineast Join us on the sofa with a mountain of tissues. No, again, no. Last year, at Halloween, I was watching Nationwide. And a ghost came, and it stuck its thumb up at me. <laughs> and that was all that happened that, that day. That's what the, seems quite casual. <laughs> so hold on, let's let's just go back through what happened that day. Uh, the the author 
Uh, we know who the author is. Young Wolfman. Yeah. Was watching Nationwide. Yeah. The ghost came and it stuck its thumb up at me. Nationwide was the uh, after the news extra news show. Okay. Like a like a like a sort of a, 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 an earlier one show, but more uh, more newsy. More, much more formal. Much I more, imagine. very much more formal. <laughs> uh, read by men in tight ties smoking cigarettes. <laughs> uh, and it looks as though your uh, your teacher has mm. has inscribed the page with a wow and an exclamation mark next yeah. to your illustration of the ghost. Yep. Which looks a lot like the ghost from Batman. <laughs> And also, you appear to live in some kind of... You appear to live in Spielberg's... Spielbergia here. And your front room appears to have one... One side of the front room appears to be all windows, like some sort of geodesic dome. Yeah, OK. And uh, you're dressed as a Smurf watching television. There is a sinister black creature behind you. No, that's me. OK, you're the sinister black creature. Yeah. Who's the Smurf? It's a Smurf. It's just a Smurf. Yeah. It's it's become sentient though. Okay. In a very Spielbergy way. And there's a little figure dancing on the screen. As I recall that year was the Summer of Smurfs. Okay. Seventy nine was Summer of Smurfs. Yeah. Belgian? Are they Belgian yep. the Smurfs? They are. Okay. Uh but it looks as though everybody in the scene is smiling. The Smurf is smiling, the ghost is smiling. The Wolfman dressed entirely in black isn't smiling. <laughs> Probably a Darth Vader outfit. He is wearing glasses though, and he has shaved his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always in black. Always in black. Such a goth. Tenth of the thirty first, nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. So it definitely happened. Yes. Do you remember this? Definitely see no. Clearly? No, you don't. Not at this, all. This is the only evidence. The we only have. evidence that that happened. This precious, <laughs> precious document. This precious document of my being a terrible childhood goth. <laughs> <laughs> Even at the age of six. Hey, so poltergeist, right? Poltergeist. How many? How many? Uh, how many pumpkins out of five pumpkins? Uh, I'm going to give it. Three pumpkins. Oh, I'm going to give it four pumpkins. Oh, okay, which makes a cumulative score of... Seven pumpkins out of ten, three and a half pumpkin rating. You're through to judges' houses. So that is sort of firm. God, could you imagine if Drake did a song about seven pumpkins? No. Yeah. Chop chop, 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 chop chop
Listeners, we're off like a stale pumpkin. Uh, thank you for being with us tonight. Uh, the Sickbed Cinema will return in two weeks' time. Two Wednesdays' time, which is going to be, what, November the 5th? November the 5th. Oh, how am I going to remember that? Um... Oh, yeah, remember, remember the 5th of November. Yeah, got it. Um, yeah. Uh, so, what are we going to be watching? Let's, uh... Well, I believe we'll be watching the movie... Bonfire Night, right? Bonfire Night, the movie. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it should be about Bonfire Night. It should be about Bonfire Night, shouldn't, shouldn't it? it? What Bonfire films are there? Wake Up. <laughs> yeah, it should be, yes. Yeah. Uh, Bonfire Night films. Bonfire films. V uh, for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. It's about Guy Fawkesy, isn't it? That's kind of Guy Fawkesy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What I remember about that film is that Stephen Fry makes Natalie Portman a uh, egg to eat. Uh, makes her an egg to eat. <laughs> yeah. Makes her an egg to eat. Yeah. But he poaches it. He, make, well, he gets a slice of bread. Yeah. The cat has gone crazy. Big, gets, big pause is going absolutely nuts. It's because it sounds so tasty. He gets a slice of bread. He cuts a circle in the middle of it. No, she's, she can sense something in the room. Oh, okay. Let me tell you, it's not comedy. <laughs> That's not what she's picking up on. Yeah, poaching and egg in a bit of bread. Uh, what other films are there that are, uh, that are Guy Fawkesy? Guy Fawkesy. Fireworksy. Firefox. Firefox down. Yeah. That's the second one. Oh, okay. Uh, we've discussed that on the podcast before. We have. Callback. Um, tightrope. <sighs> tightrope. Hey, you know what film has got the biggest bonfire in of all of them? Oh, uh, uh, That's right, it's Bonfire of the Vanities, <laughs> which actually is should be the real head in <laughs> Wolf Mania, the podcast, <laughs> season two, Sickbed Cinema, <laughs> Bonfire of the Vanities. Wicker Man! The Wicker Man! The Wicker Man! Who can forget the Wicker Man? Who can forget that you haven't seen it, have you? Of course I haven't. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Oh, well, that's good. We can watch uh, We can watch some telly. Yep, The Wicker Man. We will be watching on November the 5th, everybody. The Wicker Man. So get your DVDs out. Set your Blu-ray players to stun. And uh, we, we will be watching a classic bit of British horror cinema for November the 5th. Because it's Halloween still. And uh, we'll see you then. Enjoy. Get in touch with us. www.wolfmania.org Or over on Instagram at... Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. At Wolfmania Podcast? Perfect. And the Facebook page, at Wolfmania Podcast. And email us. Let us know what you think about Poltergeist. Let Let us know... Don't let us know what you think about us. And let us know your thoughts on... The Wicker Man, and we'll be uh, we'll read out the best of those next week. But uh, thanks for being here on this spooktacular journey, and uh, have a safe couple of weeks. Namaste, my sweet friends. 